Hey, Dave. Hey, Ryan. Guess what time it is. Oh, it's almost Halloween. That means Haunted House is almost over. Aw. I know. But it's also the Twisted Darkness Glow Stick Night on Halloween. What's Twisted Darkness Glow Stick Night? That's where you go there naked and they give you fly swatters. What? Really? No. It's Halloween from 7 to 10.30 and you've got to go there to find out what it's all about. Oh, man. Can't wait. Where's it located? 5420 East State Street in Rockville, Illinois. Right behind Uncle Nick's and Tom and Jerry. I'll see you there. Hell yeah. Question, comment, or concern? 872-242-8311. Or maybe you'd just like to hear your voice instead of ours. 872-242-8311. Then call the D2R Podcast Network hotline at USA Chat 311. That's 872-242-8311. 872-242-8311. No matter the time or day, you can call 24-7 and operators will be standing by. 872-242-8311. Your call is important to us. 872-242-8311. So once again, USA Chat 311. 872-242-8311. 872-242-8311. 872-242-8311. Your guy or girl's got facial hair that's kind of not smelling right, not feeling right, not all that great. Go to phoenixbeardoils.com today. We've got scents that every guy and girl will like. Every kid likes to play with your beard. Why not give them something to smell nice as well? Go to phoenixbeardoils.com and give somebody that great bird today. everyone check out all the great deals on amazon by first going to d2rpn.com and clicking the amazon banner by doing so you're helping out the d2r podcast network don't forget to tell a friend and thanks for listening Presents the Think Tank Podcast.
coming to you, pre-recorded, deep undercover, in the world's deepest, darkest, most secure, Hadron Collider and nuclear bomb tested and approved doomsday bunker, here is Ryan the Area Man. Hey, Ryan, how are you? I'm very good. You have a guest. We both have a guest. We do. We do. We have but you brought the guest. I did bring the guest. Because of your wife, yes. I brought the guest. My wife. Uh, this yeah. is Lindsay. Lindsay, say hello to our listeners. Hello. Hi, Lindsay. Thanks Hi. for coming in. Thanks for having me. I'm excited. Absolutely. Nervous. Uh, Ready to rock nervous. and roll, but I'm here. So, Lindsay, wh- tell us a little about yourself. Well, I'm a born psychic medium. Um, and I have become a licensed massage therapist, also a Reiki master and a Reiki master teacher. I have developed something called Kundalini Awakening Activations and Quantum Healings. Um, so I offer quite a few healing modalities and the story will describe how, especially how quantum healing came about. Um, and kundalini and oh I forget I also offer intuitive massage too where you kind of get a reading during your massage or I can find areas in your body that are causing you pain that you weren't aware of but once I start working on it oh that's painful but then I start to read into the body and the body's saying well this is because she's been betrayed in the back before that's why she's having this back pain and I uh, we kind of figure out who that did, who did that, and we we heal that, and then it heals them on kind of a quantum level. They, the pain goes away with dressing the emotional part too. I need to do that with my legs. Yeah, <laughs> I've had leg pain for like ten years, and I've gone to like thirteen different doctors, and none of them know why the hell I have leg pain. There's something deeper rooted. And the only thing I get is massages, and they seem to last like three days where I have no pain. Three days and no pain? Three to, three to four, depending oh, on the massage. Oh, I would like to hear longer, longer time. Yeah, I'm talking like 20, 30 years is what I want to hear. With one massage, I'm good with that. Yeah, you could get but, an intuitive massage, yeah, and we can kind of read totally it to what's kind of stuck in the... So you don't know why you have leg pain? No, I have no idea, dude. They've done MRIs. It could be past life related, too. Fucking yeah, You could have had your legs blown off in World War. In a previous life, yeah. and now... I've heard that yeah. like, people come back and they mm-hmm. will have like, uh, yeah, that stuff's fascinating to me. These like, uh, like a reincarnation yes. type thing, a past well, life thing. That's me then. That's give what happened to me. Perfect example. I had a woman coming to me with fertility issues. She wasn't able to get pregnant for the longest time, and I did an intuitive massage on her, and the vision I got during the intuitive massage was that she had a past life as a witch and she was in kind of a darker witcher witchier coven and when she gave birth her baby was literally ripped from the womb a lot of blood and taken and sacrificed so the reason why she couldn't get pregnant in this lifetime is the fear of having a baby and having it ripped away violently and taken away so she was just trying to protect her offspring because of a past life. Once I brought that past life up to her awareness, it thankfully resonated with her. It felt real. And she was pregnant within a few months. Wow. That's pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. That's wild. Mm-hmm. And she well, no longer has to really so come back except for maintenance. Is that something you could tap into? Say, for instance, let's say, Dave, we don't know mm-hmm. what's causing this leg pain. Mm-hmm. Can you tap into a past life with him? Is that something you're able to do? We could definitely... Because is it the same soul? It's just... It's the same that how soul. That works, we just or? have many different lifetimes. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. so your soul has... Died and reincarnated. ...several lives, and the last one 
something happened with your legs. Yes. Right. And you can potentially tap into that. And yes. wow. It might not have been the last one. It could have been two times ago. Oh, yeah, yeah absolutely. I could have been Pearl, could have been Pearl Harbor and got my leg blown. You could have just been out. paralyzed. You could, you, could, yeah. you could have been many, living many lives with this leg pain, and now it's time to get to the bottom of it. I'm done with that. Yeah. So I would suggest an intuitive massage where I get my hands on your legs. I actually had a guy come from a different country um, in Asia, and he was having uh, problems with his legs. And when I got to reading his legs, I realized he had to flee his country. So he was, it was because of that that he was having leg pain, having to run from his country from war and, and come here and, and, and live here locally, but still kind of live an enslaved, uh, suppressed life, um, working above a restaurant, having no transportation, things like that. So his legs told a story, and he was... He said, yes, I had to flee my country. There was war, and that's why your legs are holding on to so much tension and pain that this won't release. So once we address that, um, <laughs> literally his IT bands and things started to soften. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Wow. I've got, got, got a new book. i got to do a story on your legs. The legs, yeah. Dave's legs story. Dave's legs and story. then tell the, the story stories, of the book. they will tell. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be interesting. I'd That'd be, be cool. curious to yeah. see what, what you get out of mm-hmm. doing something like that, mm-hmm. you know, with his legs. I'm That'd be yeah, very you would just lay yeah. on my healing table. We get you all comfortable. They like to use crystals and things like that, and then I would massage them, and I would listen to what is stored there in the muscles because we store memory in the muscles. That's why we learned in um, massage that makes school so much sense. that people like, will have not even flexing. Releases. Not trying to be weird, but feel my my calf muscle. I'm not even flexing right now. See how tight that shit is. I've got a lot of fucking stories in my calf muscles. You do. Yeah, I'm not even flexing. That's just me. That's me. Come off your legs. I don't fucking know. That's gonna be pretty painful. It is. Yeah. 24/7. 24/7. Huh. We'll have to get wow. to the bottom of that. Yes. I'm down. Yes, yeah, so yeah. we'll figure it out. We'll get to that shit later. His past yeah. life. That's yeah. kind of what I'm feeling. So we'll yeah. see. We'll see what comes up. Absolutely. All right. Sweet. All right. So yes. your story. My story. So Dave's, Dave's helping you write a book or writing a yes, book with is. you? Or? Yes, he is. Yes, thank okay. you. <laughs> so, You're welcome. And, and that's kind of, well, my wife had a reading with you, I believe. Yes, it's and been that's a while, how, but I've seen her. And she kind of got you in touch with Dave. And, yes, she did. And then, that, and then now now you're here. And now I'm here. Isn't it amazing? Yeah. So like that's, a ripple effect. That's the... That's the how we got here. Yes. That's the story my legs are telling. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I guess you have a, a, a journey you've been on, mm-hmm. and that's what we're going to talk about today, your story. Yes. So, I guess uh, now would be the time where you can you can start that, and we'll jump in and okay. as uh, we have questions and whatnot. Okay. So. Well, for one thing, like I said, I've always been very intuitive my entire life. I have seen things, known things, um, experienced phenomena that's supernatural that I, a lot of people haven't experienced, but I know it is common. People do experience these things out there. Um, so I've always been, I guess, gifted in this way. And I was at a point in my life where I was 60 pounds overweight, and my career was good. But I wasn't offering everything I felt like I had the potential to offer in means of healing modalities. So I just kind of got before God and I prayed, um, how do I make improve my business and how do I heal my family? Because my, my son was struggling with overweight and stuff like that. My husband's unhappy at work. 
and I heard you have to heal yourself first. And I'm like, oh my gosh, can't we just bypass that and get to helping people? No, you got to heal yourself first. So that night I had a very prophetic dream where I was climbing a bunch of mountains. I could hear my spirit guides or ancestors or whoever you um, want to refer that to saying to me, you're going to have to climb many mountains to get to where you want to be. And believe it or not, the next morning I woke up with this complete different mindset. Um, complete different um, set of I- ideas and goals and was very motivated to start getting my weight under control. And so what I did was I started walking for an hour every single day and I drastically changed my diet. And in the meantime, I wanted to work on my energy as well because there's, why was I gaining this weight? Why couldn't I lose the weight? What was going on in the subconscious? So I started studying um, books on the subconscious. Um, there's a a lady on YouTube that deals with subconscious, and I just started getting down to the root cause of why my behaviors were the way they were, and I understood and had a lot of epiphanies and ahas and how to fix it. Um, but what really stood out was that I started to channel energy stronger as I was losing weight, purifying my vessel, um, and I came, ac- came across something called kundalini energy. Kundalini energy is energy stored around the base of your spine. It's like a serpent. It's represented in in pictures and things like that. And when activated through kundalini channeling of energy towards the base of the spine or you accidentally injure it, then people can get spontaneous awakenings and kind of go crazy. But if you know what you're doing, you're safe. So I just started um, praying to access kundalini energy. I felt the energy build in my hand. I was told that I had a swirl above each chakra. And so then I felt this fire energy rise up my spine and infiltrate all my chakras. So there there I go. I was able to access Kundalini. I was blessed with that, I guess, through my efforts of um, dedication of fixing my life and others around me. Um, and I decided to play around with it and see if I could do it remotely. And so I was sending it to my best friend in Colorado. She was funny. She was at a dinner and she's like, oh my God, go ahead and do it. And I'm like, are you sure? But she said her bottom felt like it was going to explode, and then she had heat kind of run up her body and out the top of her head. So what that does is it will jumpstart a uh, spiritual awakening process because it's flushing all your seven main chakras, which are our energy centers in our body. We're energetic bodies, we're emotional bodies, we're physical bodies, we're spiritual bodies. We have all these different aspects to ourselves that everybody's always aware of. Um, so it'll, it'll get you thinking differently, opening your mind, connecting you to intuition, your higher self, and things like that. And then if you're already on the spiritual path, it will just intensify. Like if you have some tough, tough, blo- tough blocks that you've been trying to work through, the kundalini will bust through it really fast. People have left and have, after the kundalini session, and have almost immediately quit jobs, um, ended relationships, relocated, found their happiness and their peace, and they did it all after their activation. And then the kundalini stays with them. Um, people will sometimes lose their motivation and come back and get what I call a tune-up and stuff like that. And then quantum healing was born because I was studying the subconscious as well and realized I could read my own and other people's um, subconscious. Um, an example was one of my first subconscious clients came and she was having problems in her relationship, um, trust issues or bonding or something, and she thought it was uh, just 
past hurts and relationships, but when we got her on the table and I started to do quantum healing where I'm putting my hands on her and reading her subconscious and doing energy work at the same time, I dug into her mind and I saw that she was molested at a young age by an uncle and that she had uh, her brother was stolen from her when her parents got divorced. They took him away. And she had forgotten these two things. So once I brought this subconscious memory up into her conscious, conscious um, awareness, she released and she healed that process, and now she's on to a better relationship and things like that. So that sometimes what you suspect is wrong is not necessarily what's really going on deep down, and I work to get to that root. Yeah. Okay, so I was doing all this work on myself, and then ran, one day randomly I just needed a break. My husband and I went up to Madison, Wisconsin, and we were going in and out of gift, gift shops buying stupid shit, you know, mugs and trinkets. And then I go... Shit. Then we go into a store, and it's just a gift store, and behind a curtain, there's a girl doing readings. And I was, like, just peeking around the corner, and I thought to my husband, I said, wouldn't it be fun if I got my cards read? Like, psychics don't always get their cards read. And so I sat down with her. My husband wanted nothing to do with her. He automatically kind of felt weird. And he doesn't really get that way, because I've dragged him to quite a few um, things like this. Um, And she noticed that he was cut off. She made the comment that she couldn't get through to him, and like she was a little worried about it or something. Anyways, um, so she pulls the cards, like the media cards. You can connect to the dead. You have angels around you. You have some attachments to let go, blah, blah, blah. It's all great. And then she starts talking about weirder and weirder things and, and repeating mantras and telling me to record this session, which is weird. And that she wanted me to go back and listen to the session um, because she um, wanted me to to uh, feel drawn to get in contact with her and work with her somehow. And she didn't explain to me what kind of work we would be doing. I didn't tell her any of the work that I had already come up with on my own. It's just like she had scouted me or knew something uh, about my magic that she wanted to to be a part of. So kind of had no idea what I was getting into. Kind of forgot about it for a few months. Do you, yeah. Do you ever did you ever get that feeling like in afterwards that maybe she brought you in that store? Yeah. 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 Like I was scouted. Yeah. Yeah. Like you wouldn't have walked in there maybe otherwise, mm-hmm. or maybe you wouldn't have gone to Madison. Mm-hmm. Maybe she mm-hmm. did all. That. Her energy is very powerful. She can pull. Def- definitely. If it's she even said, I feel like I know you, and I was just kind of like. Well, she, actually she totally like sniped you out of the crowd. She was yeah. totally searching you out, stalking yeah. you and shit. And yeah. I wonder if that's like uh, because of all the work you had done. It is. Yeah, because it goes out in the spirit world that you're doing that kind of stuff, it's, right? Yeah. So, it, well, I'll tell you what. I attracted more than her. I attracted the Freemasons, and we'll get into that too. Oh, yeah. yeah. Now we're talking. Yeah, dude, that was dude, really. Dude just got happy. <laughs> that was a really it's all interesting encounter. Yeah. So, I, you know, I leave the session, and I just feel weird about her. I I don't like that she made me state my name and give her permission to access something, whatever, in the realms over and over again, and she was repeating things over and over again. It just seemed like what I figured out later on, it was programming. It was mind control. Mm -hmm. It was implanting phrases and words that would trigger you to want to get back in contact with her if you listen to the recording, which is what I did a few months later. I got bored and just wanted to listen to it again. Immediately felt the sensation to call her. Call her up. Oh, I've been waiting for you. Now it's time to start the work. And I'm like, well, what are we doing? And she said, we're just going to meet up on FaceTime a couple times a week, and we're going to just do like a, a little helping when you heal session. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm kind of already doing that, but I'll take 
your advice or whatever. I'm open to learning new spiritual things. I'm always open to learning more things. And so we started doing that. But the sessions were going like me just telling her what I'm doing in my practice. Like every day I was healing somebody on some quantum level. And, you know, how are you, she's asked, how are you doing this? And um, um, just really in, invasive and how do you know these things? And, um, you know, just really trying to figure me out. And I thought that was weird. Almost because like I'm dissecting you. Dissecting me. Rather than helping, helping. me. It's right. like yeah. you knew more and she was trying to get your knowledge. Yes. And she yes. was trying to figure out why you were like a more powerful medium yes. than she was basically. Yes. Right on. And I was like, okay, but the... I would have ended it there because it didn't feel helpful, but she had a unique ability to really connect to my deceased mother. The things she said about that were right on, and it was helping me heal um, some of those issues because, you know, she passed away in 2012 with a bad uh, battle with cancer, and we had some unfinished business. So she was really helping me with that. So that kind of hooked me line and sinker to keep working with her is just because of that. And, well... Um, I'm continuing to work with her, and weird things are happening. Um, I go into, I can do trance meditation, which has taken me seven years to master, um, where you kind of get into a dark room, you let everything fade away, and you let yourself see through your third eye, whatever mystical, magical realm is there. And I did that one night because I was just concerned and needed some advice working with and Archangel Michael is who always comes to me. I've seen him since I was little. I see his blue colors around all the time. And it wasn't like seeing him as the angel that he looks like in the books or whatever. He was more of an outline with wings and a lot of blue and silver and things like that. And what he did in the vision, in the trance meditation, was show me that he was trying to shove a gold medallion into my chest and hand me a black skeleton key. And I kept hearing him say, you're not ready. Well, I was in such a vendetta to keep going on the spiritual path that I thought he was saying I wasn't ready for spiritual advancement, so I poo-pooed the warning. Mm-hmm. Totally poo-pooed the warning. And I did do another trance meditation later on. I don't think I concluded this in the video, but he showed me an eight ball. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that's all I got. And I told it to Oh, can we edit that part out? I'm marking it. Each time you say her name, yeah. I'll just clear it. Am I saying her name? Third yeah. time. Yeah, okay. We've been watching the time. It's fine. We'll cut it okay. out. Yeah, I'll just, what are we calling her? Crystal? Crystal. Crystal. All right, so, Going forward, so Crystal. When I get my story, it's just it's all truth. You know, it's so yeah, hard, it's hard to Well, if you do it, it, I'm gonna. I'll write down each time. I'll and try I'll not just, to do it again. Yeah. Okay. Her. Call her her. Just say I'll, her. Just her. Okay, so where, where was I? Cause I just eight got, ball. You just got me eight ball. Oh, yeah, and I told her about the eight ball, and she was so confused. What do you mean about this eight ball? What does eight ball mean? What does eight ball, eight ball mean? And then it'll play on later in the story. So, and other weird things are starting to happen. My son wakes up in the middle of the night, and he's hearing drumming. And he's like, Mom, don't you hear the drumming? And I, no. And he says, it sounds like rap music. And so I me the next day. I'm like, you know, something weird's going on with Aiden. Could you help, with, help us with this? And she says, well, I drum for him at night. So I didn't hear it because she's not drumming for me. She's drumming for him. I'm like, why are you messing with my son? Well, he needs healing, too. Um, I'm working on that. You know, please stay out of that. And she didn't take that very well. Um, so with that, though, doesn't she have to get, like, permission from his psyche then? Like you had mentioned earlier, you have to get permission? Not if you're doing voodoo. Oh, because So voodoo. that's what we discovered, okay. they're yeah, doing voodoo. Invasive. Yeah, voodoo, you can do whatever you want you to. You can do whatever the hell you want. Yeah. And, got- you, and you invoke the most lower astral energy garbage to do your work for you. 
And there are spirits out there that are willing to work in the dark for you. Yeah. And all you got to do is drum and chant and worship them. And, and then they're them. like, cool, we'll go hang out and fuck up dude for you. Yeah, and we'll go fuck up these people's life for you. Yeah, absolutely. So she was almost trying to do that to like, as another way to get to you knowing that that's yeah. your kid. And obviously yeah. there's, mm-hmm. yeah. It was another hook. Yeah, for certain. Um, so, oh, I feel like I need it's to like the notes. devil, in a way. Let me just read for everybody else. I want to make sure I'm not skipping around. I think you're good so far. You think I'm good so far? Yeah. Okay, so let's keep going. Um, so the drumming. The drumming, and I'm continuing my healings, and everything are going good. She keeps asking, how do I do what I do? And then, <laughs> should I, yeah, I guess I should probably share everything. Well, I'm under her... I felt like I was kind of under a spell when I was working with her. Like, my abilities were extremely heightened and things like that. And we went on vacation to Branson. And I was very much practicing my work on that long car ride there. And I was reading my husband's subconscious mind, Aiden's mind, and and getting validation through that. I was just doing a lot of work. And I would... um, get to, like, uh, the, the arch, you know, these monuments, and there would be uh, plaques with um, people that had passed away, and I would put my hands on them, and I could actually hear their voices telling the story and things like that. And it was really bizarre. It was really overwhelming. And we even went into the Titanic at one point, and I saw two children on the wall of deceased with a mother never claimed. And I knew intuitively that those were my kids. Because I had lost uh, a daughter before my son, and it was an older daughter and a son. And um, I did confirm I was some kind of lost soul, and she told me I had to really worry about it and forget about it. Um, but I went through a little bit of emotional issues while I was there. And interestingly enough, leaving the uh, attraction is a wall of healers. And I got up close to the wall of the healers, and I was overwhelmed with just love and tingles from head to toe, like they were trying to heal part of what I was involved in in a past life on the Titanic with my children. So that was a past life that came back to me while I was there in Branson. Um, The next weird thing that happened in Branson was I time-hopped. Interesting. Yes, I was... Taking a break from our activities, and I hopped on Instagram, and uh, Crystal was doing a energy session, and while I was watching her, just briefly, the back of my leg started really to tingle, and I was like, "What is going on? Okay, we need to go swimming. Just cut this out." And then I lay in bed at night, and my legs are starting to tingle, and then everything is starting to tingle, and then I'm starting to panic. So I get out of bed, and um, I feel as soon as I stand up, I feel half of my soul or spirit jump halfway out my body. Like, like I'm leaving, like I'm going. And I have a history of leaving my body, especially under stressful times and things like that all throughout my life. Just floating above, you know, while you're taking a nap, astral plane is called and things like that. But you usually get back in and you're fine. Now, this uh, felt totally different. Yeah, I was going to say, so when that happened, was your husband around you? Yes. Now, does he, I'm just, this is very interesting. Mm-hmm. Is he notice some like do you go in like your physical body goes in like a trance state or would mm-hmm. you collapse to the floor when you when you're when you leave like yes. what, what is what happens like well usually I'm in bed and it's no big deal right I have never the only other time I've left my body and collapsed was when I was two or three years old 
and I was stuck in my room. I was having a tantrum. My dad wouldn't let me out. I wanted out. I exhausted myself and uh, left my body and went to the living room where he was, saw what was on TV, saw um, him sitting there. That your body's collapsed in your bedroom. In my bedroom, but, but I wanted in... to be in the living room, so I made myself wow. over there. So, yeah. <laughs> So I've, have, I've had a history of being able to leave my body. You know, I would sometimes I would take naps, and I'd pop out, and I'd float around my room, and I'd see myself hugging my pillow, and I'm like, okay, it's time to get back in. You know, and I have, <laughs> <laughs> and I have lucid dreams that I can control. You know, I can f- kind of fly around the neighborhoods and go and peek at people's houses and look at their yeah. trinkets and shit like that. I don't know why that's what I end up doing, but I always you're, end up you're being... peeping Tom. I always end up being <laughs> peeping Tom. <laughs> and sometimes I can remember flying to uh, Europe and going down different really colorful streets and things like that. But nothing this severe where I'm fully conscious, I don't want to leave my body. Um, so I'm trying really, really, really something hard to fight it. Something was forcing you to... Yeah, something was forcing yeah, me like that I was not ready for that yeah. got activated through watching her energy activations on Instagram. And so I just, I fought like hell to stop it, but I couldn't stop it fully. So what happened was the room faded away, and then a new room appeared, and my husband was there. He said I just kind of was frozen in, in a glaze, and nobody could talk to me, but I wasn't collapsed yet. Um... But I was seeing um, a different hotel room in, in a different space and time on vacation with my family very young. So I was running through that memory. And then I ran through another memory where I was with friends and we were doing something. And then there was one more memory that I still need to dig down deep and remember what it was. I remember there was three different time-hopping scenarios that happened all at once. And I got that under control because uh, um, I was begging and pleading with God, make it stop. You know, this is crazy. So time-hop is real. I'm happy to surreal. A lot of the, the stuff that's happened to me in my life is spontaneous. I had to learn the hard way, but it's real. And once you experience it, you know it's real. But the weirdest thing was, after I time hopped, I looked above my head, and there was a tunnel of brilliant, kind of icy blue light, and I felt like it was very alien-type energy. Um, people tell me now it sounds like they're the Acturians, which are very benevolent beings. And I felt like they were trying to beam me up to go into space, not to kill me, but they needed me to to show me things in the universe to further my development. But I was so terrified, and I was in an unfamiliar place, so what I did was I grabbed a piece of paper, started writing down that I choose to stay here on this date, in this location with these people, and I started grounding myself by touching everything in the room, crawling on the floor, and finally it eased up. I was chopping candy. I was doing whatever I could do to stay grounded. Grounding is really important. Um, and then it never happened again. But I do get the tingling in the back of my legs at night from time to time, and that's usually when I have dreams of being on different planets. Mm-hmm. I do believe that different planets exist and that there is spiritual warfare going on on those planets, and light workers are being called to serve and work over there during your dream states. Because I have had dreams where I am on a planet and I'm in white robes and I'm in the lotus position and I'm trying to hold sacred space for peace. Um, I actually had a girlfriend who I was mentoring at the time in Colorado join me in a dream where um, she was the warrior and I was the peacemaker and we both woke up and remembered the same dream. And we were both exhausted. No, it felt like you get no sleep at all. You really are doing work in your dream state if that's what yeah. you're meant to do. So, and I've felt aliens before. Um, when I was uh, kind of new at this, I was laying in bed relaxing, and I sat up, and there was a swirling spiral gray smoke. 
I had no idea what it was. I figured it was some kind of portal opening, and I've talked to other advisors and things, and they feel like it's extraterrestrial, so I feel like I do have connections to extraterrestrial. I actually have a picture in my room after I was meditating. I took a picture of myself, and you can see a green face with black eyes. Wow. Yeah. So do the grays look like that? The grays, I think, have more, like, cylinder heads. That doesn't strike me as quite as scary like a as a gray. Like head type thing? Yeah, or? the grays are really tall and really, like, because I have dreamt about them. They're really odd-shaped beings. They're really tall. They're really lanky. Their heads are really skinny, and they're, like, in sand dunes and things like that and go through tunnels and I get a very bad feeling with them. I've only dreamt about them once. Don't want them in my life. But they're the ones that will abduct people and do experiments. Mm-hmm. The Acterians that were trying to contact me were trying to recruit me to get up there and help them, I feel like. Um, so they're good ones. The good ones, yeah. Yeah. There's quite a few planets out there, like um, Lyria, where there's Lyrians, where the people that inhabited uh, that planet are half uh, lion energy. They look kind of like lions. And then there's the star Sirius, um, Syrian, is supposed to have um, benevolent beings up there as well. And there's more, I can't remember. Pleiadians? Pleiadians, yeah. yep, mm-hmm, absolutely. Yeah. Now, they, they're here, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Some are here. Well, even the greys are here. Yeah, well. Mm-hmm. They're all, they're implanted here. Yeah. They absolutely are. Yeah, the, <laughs> I know a little bit about the Pleiadians, or play whatever the, the mm-hmm. word is, but. Mm-hmm. Um, that's interesting. I actually, when we were in Branson, saw an alien inside a woman. Really? Yes. She was um, She was actually the receptionist at the hotel. Um, we Oh, that's another thing. We did time hop when we were in the car. Um, we drove by the hotel, and it wasn't there. And then when we drove by again, it was there. But because wow. I was doing so much channeling in the car and reading other people's thoughts and the time hopping was coming... Um, time hopping occurred before we even got there, and there was a lot of confusion. We almost got really, really lost. But when I went in there, she I, I knew in my heart of hearts that she was an alien. And it had, it just, Branson's a weird place. Mm-hmm. And they attract a lot of weird people. And the way her eyes were, the shape of her eyes, and the blank stare, the trance-like state, and the fact that I never saw her again after we walked in, after we thought we had time hopped, was very bizarre. So I feel like I've met an alien. Wow. Mm-hmm. What are the other ones that we talk about all the time? Oh, uh, I want to say Agarthians or something, but that's not right. Well, Agartha is supposedly the uh, inner oh. inner world the within our planet. Or, uh, but uh, I'm not sure you what you're referring about. to. There's yeah. the ones that you always talk are like the ones above us, like the ones that put us here. What the hell are they called? Oh, Anunnaki? Yes, Anunnaki. Oh, I haven't heard of them. Yeah. No, mm-hmm. I have to look at that one up. That's as it is, it came from like the Sumerian texts, and supposedly they're like it, it, you're getting kind of like the religion. Like they would, they were the ones that kind of created the human race, mm-hmm. and then it gets it's crossed between like that's what we, we refer to as God, and they were the God and angels mm-hmm. type thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know how true any of it is. It, I find it interesting it's that interesting. whole story, and it's if it all, resonates. It's true. It's all told on. Ancient Sumerian texts Ooh. that were yeah. uh, dissected by Zachariah Sitchin. Well, I so wouldn't doubt that. That's a whole thing that's interesting. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Absolutely. That's a whole other part. 
Anunnaki, yeah. Agartha. Yeah, close. you're close. Yeah. Yeah. We've talked about both things. Yeah, I know. We talked about so yeah. much shit. That's why I wanted to bring you in here because you touched on something small that he loves it. So. Oh, good. The alien good, part. Good, so. good. I'm in so much of that. I know, yes. I know. They exist. They're real and they want to work with us. You just have to ask them to invoke them yeah. to be part of your life. The good ones. So you the can, good ones. <laughs> you the can good get ones. in touch with, like, say, like aliens or yeah. something like that. So basically, it's... Are these all, like, interdimensional or, you know, like, why don't we see them just in... Is it because people are so closed or, you know what I mean? I think everybody is born with their third eye open. That's what imaginary friends are. And then the media media and training in school closes it so that you can't... Programming. That's why kids will be talking to Mm -hmm. someone in their room and you're Mm -hmm. like, I don't see it. Well, it's because Mm -hmm. you... Well, the the kid the kid they're talking to in the or the adult they're talking to in the room could have died in the room, or they could have picked him up at school or in the supermarket. And kids um, don't have that filter; right. they haven't mm-hmm. had that programming. I think everybody we're all meant to be born with ability uh, to see like that, but we are in the dark ages. We're 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 in the country that doesn't support that, and so kids are told right away, "No, no, it's just imaginary friend," which and closes, closes that. It, Closes that, yeah, that yeah. Mm-hmm. total opening. So by the time they hit, you know, kindergarten, first grade, if they're not with parents that encourage it, it's going right. to be shut down. Yeah. And I think that's done by design, seek, too. It's going to be something they seek to get back the rest of their lives. Yeah. And in some kind of subconscious way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's all done by design, though. Yeah. yeah. It's a way to... It's control. a way to you control. Can, you can control people yeah. to that way. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And uh, there was another interesting thing on Instagram that I can't quite explain. Yeah. Uh, did I share that on the video? Yep. I did. Yeah. Um, Crystal was working obviously with more than one person. Okay? And when she went on Instagram, she was there with a man, and they were doing some kind of um, back and forth teaching of something that day. And she wanted me to watch it. But the man was so chauvinistic and condescending and talking bad to her and I felt bad for her because she was supposedly helping me and I still had a kind of a rapport with her that I stuck up for her. I got on there and I started saying, hey dude, what's your problem? And then he just attacked me vehemently. Um, like on the video? On, on the Instagram live. Oh, okay. Yeah. And my screen name is Mayfield Lindsay. So I'm commenting Mayfield Lindsay like, you need to knock this off, dude. I can see that you're not treating her well. Why would I want to watch a spiritual video when you're not even treating the person, your cohorts, correctly? This is insane. And he started um, just saying that I was bringing negativity, trying to ruin the show. And I just got off. I just logged off. Like, I was folding laundry. I got off. Like, I don't need any of this crap. I'll <laughs> about it in the morning. But I got um, an urge to rewatch it later on in the replay. And when I rewatched the replay, they had changed my screen name from Mayfield Lindsay to Mayfield Stingray. And I believe they changed my comments and they made me out to be a different persona. Wow. And I know. Did you screenshot any of that or? I screenshot um, him and her, but I didn't screenshot the media Stingray. I was in too much shock. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I've learned that there are spiritual practices, voodoo, whatever, that can actually manipulate electronics and manipulate reality. And that's what they did. And that's one of the hardest things to explain about the whole experience, how they were able to do that. Um, It just shows immensely how much power these people have behind them. 
Um, but yet you're still more powerful for them because you can do things that they can't do. Exactly. Yeah. And that's what they wanted. They wanted me to be more like their oracle. They wanted to learn from me why, how I did what I did. So they can things. use it for bad things, obviously. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just kind of like the, the Freemasons kind of wanted to. So anyways, um, kind of getting back to the story here, um, there was a point where there was just too much weird phenomena and I was on the phone with her, and she wouldn't let me go. My son needed me, and I kind of yelled, Crystal, this is enough. I can't talk to you right now. I can't be at your um, immediate disposable all the time. I have other responsibilities. And, well, that set her off. So she um, said, well, you're going to go on a review for three days. What I'm does like, that mean? <laughs> what the hell does that mean? How many people are reviewing me? Yeah, like, are you like an employee now? Or you're under a. Yeah. I'm like, am I under the review of God? So, like, I got really kind of weirded out and just, like, did everything I should do. I didn't, like, do anything, you know, bad or disrespectful during those three days. Um, and then the chick gets back to me and says, we're no longer working with you. And I'm in my healing room reading the text. And my door slammed shut. Hmm. I watched it slam shut. I mean, it was no, no windows breeze, open. No windows no. open. No. Just just douche. Wow. Just douche. <laughs> <laughs> She's a douche. She <laughs> she just slammed that thing shut. And then I was like, okay, something's happening. And so I get on my phone to text my husband. He never received the text. It shows in the sent box. But he never got the text, and he never has not gotten a text from me at work. Because I'm like, honey, something's happening. You might want to come home. Things are ended with um, with Crystal, and I feel like uh, shit's hitting the fan. She's not happy about it. The door slammed shut. What do I do? And as I'm typing this, all of my secret files that I had worked on, that I had created, that I had done the work on, was starting to go from my um, folders into the deleted file. It was on. They were in my phone as well. And they were in my home as well. And so I just got down on my knees before God, and I said, God, tell me how to stop this. Because we're under attack, and I'm going to lose everything. And I don't know what came what came to me came from God or a past life, but I was drawn to find a blank piece of paper, and I heard in my head, no holes, no lines, no breaks, just a blank piece of paper, and you need to write an affirmation on it that Crystal... And her company can no longer, uh, or they need to take a long look in the mirror and realize they no longer can play God anymore. And then I drew a pentagram on one side of it and a pentagram on the other side of it. Didn't even know what I was drawing until I looked it up later. And then I ran to the um, spare bathroom down the hall, and there was a mirror in there that had been blessed previously the summer, summer before by a shaman friend. And I taped it to it, and everything stopped. The door was able to stay open retrieve my deleted files but in my hearts of hearts I felt like it wasn't a very godly thing to do and that it wouldn't hold I was very fearful of that but it did hold for a while it's continued to go on with my practice everything was going good um, until I just I, I had a week night where I was I suffer from anxiety and panic attacks and they they know that and I was starting to have a panic attack I was starting to feel um, her energy coming at me. My phone was doing weird things. Um, like some of the icons were going gray, like don't get online, don't communicate, don't just hide, hide out. 
and I was getting really worked up. And then I um, felt as though I was under attack again, and that they had gotten in my head and was using my anxiety against me in my panic attack, and they made me feel like I was trapped in a dimension of hell, or mirrors. So I kind of know how she felt when I put her in a mirror. Everything in your vision changes when they cast the spell on you. Um, everything was like looking through fly's eye view. Like a, just a bunch of parallel mirrors. The freakiest thing was I was trying to con soul myself and I'm sitting on the floor and my husband walked out in and out of the, the back door one time but as I was sitting there he walked out in and out dozens of times I was trapped in a dimension that they were casting upon me they found me in a weak point they might have just been planning this spell but I was already in a weak point and so it just intensified they waited it. for that they waited for point. that moment for that in you know and and was this this is to, like, sabotage you, or... It was, I think, to kill me. Oh, wow. Because it lasted for five hours. This state of mind, or the... The state of mind. Wow. Um, I kept screaming to my husband, you need to show me something that they've never seen before because they're trying to get information from me, but I felt like they were using my eyes to look at... Um, my room, my setup, my spell work, and stuff like that. And Your I kept notes, everything. My yeah. notes, everything. And I kept hearing in my head, how did you do what you did to Crystal? How did you know what to do? How do you do what you do? And then I kept hearing metaphysical questions like, what's above the seraphim realm? And the seraphim realm is just the most high, benevolent, angelic realm that exists. And I'm like, I don't fucking know. <laughs> you know, I'm just learning this shit. What do you guys think is going on here? Um, and they just kept demanding to just know, know how I did what I did. And I felt like they were using my eyes to like look at everything and it just wouldn't go away. And my husband's walking in out of the door. Um, now, when this is going on, what's your husband seeing? He is seeing an absolute meltdown. and um, He's seeing you physically like just all over the house, just trying to. Like I was you're like frantic, like your body's moving, but you're not aware of any of this. No, I'm fully aware of everything that's going on. Oh, so you're? I'm fighting for my life. Okay, so you're like frantically about the house, yeah. seeing all this yes. stuff, and he's just like watching you, like what the hell is going on? Most time, he was taking a lot of smoke breaks. Then <laughs> right. my son, I kept him in the, in his room and in his computer, so he wouldn't be so exposed to it. But like, I was trying to rebuild my altar because I felt like they had um, seen my altar before. And I was just doing everything I could. The really cool thing about this whole spiritual warfare experience is I felt the angels and I felt my mom during the whole thing. Um, I kept seeing seraphim realm colors, which are um, high vibrational pinks, purples, and blues. And I kept seeing those uh, colors all around me, so I knew very high benevolent angels were there in my corner as well. And then I could hear my mom screaming, remember what you've learned and don't let them take it from you. Remember what you've learned. Remember what you've learned. Everything that you've learned. And that was it. She couldn't really hold too much strength in the eye of the hurricane there. Um, so it gets so bad that it just won't end, and I don't see any way out that I asked my husband to shoot me in the head with a gun. Because I felt like I was trapped in a dimension of hell, and I would be trapped in this dimension of hell forever because of how long it lasted. Mm -hmm. Of course he wouldn't do that. And so I got in my bedroom, and I started hearing voices of them wanting me to set up an appointment with a client of mine coming up. 
And so I did that. So I agreed to work with them again, and they let me go. And I crashed on the floor and slept, I don't know how long, probably not that long. And I wake up the next day, and I'm still, I, I feel suicidal. I still, I, I just, I need to quit everything. I can't, I can't go on with life. I at least, I at least can't do my job. And I get this message from a client of mine that I had been working closely with. Um, her name is Dawn. She doesn't mind me using her name. And um, she messaged me something that saved my life. She said, Lindsay, I had not a dream but a vision last night. And I have to I have to share it with you. She's like, it might be part of my training or whatever because I was mentoring her, but I have to share with you what I got. Um, she's like, I had explained to her that I was going through some things with a possible witchy group after me. And she said, is this witchy group after you... Um, uh, a coven of a hundred of men and women and I said I think so and she said that her vision was she was floating above a coven of a hundred men and women they were chanting my name to her to my family and friends and trying to impersonate me to them and then they were saying really creepy things like two witches uh, to a space in a room one carved in stone one in a mirror which is interesting because she had me set up mirrors in my room and I felt like they were booby traps, like she was able to see what was going on through these mirrors. I'm not sure what all they're capable of doing, but I think they can do that. Um, so Dawn really saved my life because it real- made me realize this shit wasn't all in my head. Mm-hmm. This was real. Somebody witnessed the tragedy, the, the trauma. And so it motivated me. So for the next 48 hours, I had two days before I had to get back to work. And I wasn't going to let them win. So I spent two days fighting back. I get up, I go into my healing room, and I just start praying what to do next. You know, you you came through last time, what to do next? And I said, Alexa, play. The Alexa in my room. A little side story with her, she's been known to be possessed. Like, uh, I had clients come, and I would say, think of a music uh, genre that you want to listen to, and I bet you Alexa will play it randomly. And so they would think of something, and I'd say, Alexa, play, and it would play the oldies for, like, my old man client. It was crazy. So electronics are very easily manipulated by spirit. Mm-hmm. And so Alexa started playing, and she started re- reciting the Universalist Church Ideas principles on binding spells. So they wanted me to create a new binding spell because the first binding spell with the mirror was obviously not in the light of God. Karma came back. It almost killed me. Um, can't do that again. So the binding spell uh, involved a lot of math, a lot of different binding of different chords and colors of chords, and um, I had to do over 100 of them. And I had to tear down my room and completely reclaim my space, reorganize it, take everything out that had anything to do with um, crystal and um, set a pile to burn it, including the mirrors and things like that. And um, what was I going to say? I lost my train of thought. Um, what was I just saying before that? You were talking about how... You were redoing the the spell from Alexa. Okay. All right. So the binding spell was very, very effective. It was in the light of God. And I had to do a God uh, emancipation proclamation on a piece of paper and rewrite the binding spell in the light of God. Like, God's going to take care of you, not me this time. And then um, another thing that the Alexa started reciting was the sacred symbol called Sankofa. Sankofa is kind of like a heart with swirls, and it means to go back and get what was lost. And it can't, comes from the Ghana tribe 
that existed in the 16 to 1700s. So they must be ancestors of mine. They must be past life people of mine because they came through the Alexa as well. So I had to invoke this symbol along with the binding spell to get back what was lost. And I did this for two days straight. And I have um, pictures of the of a lot of the work that I had to do. And then at the end of the 48 hours, I had a bonfire and I burned everything. And rainbows came out of the fire. I have it on video and picture. And then the coolest thing that came out of the fire was a dragon. There's an actual green and purple dragon shaped like a dragon um, that you can see coming out of the fire. And um, while I was doing all the work with the binding and the Sankofa, uh, my husband came running in the house. He's like, you've got to come into the yard right now. And I'm like, what's going on? I'm busy. He said, there are ten hawks sitting in the tree near the fire. He's like, in the seven years we lived here, this is... He's like, I don't know what you're doing, but I know what you're doing something very significant. Mm-hmm. So we came out and took pictures of that, and they stayed. And what do the hawks signify? Protection. Protection, that's and what I was thinking. And very shamanistic stuff. Yeah. Protection. I was obviously... And they were in a tree that was blessed by a shaman, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah my actual, it's my actual shaman tree Yeah, wow. that they were in. That's and that pretty sh- signifying, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? That's mm-hmm. wild. Mm-hmm. And you have pictures of these. I have pictures of everything. Yeah. Because yeah, I, I had enough mind and wits about me that I wish I would take pictures of more things. But it was like, this has got to be documented because this is unreal. Mm-hmm. This is no one's going to believe it. And this, can, this is how you this can tell your story and prove it. it. Yeah. yeah. So I did it. And so the Freemasons, um, he came during, before the attack, he came during the same time that uh, Crystal was around. And he showed up on my doorstep designed as designed or disguised as a client. And he really liked what I was doing. I was reaching his subconscious and stuff like that. And he sits straight up in the middle of his session and he says, I'm a member of the Freemasons. We would like you to be the first woman uh, member of our group. And I'm like, whoa, because I don't really know nothing about them. But I was dealing with a cult group and I already kind of affected by that. So I'm like, so you're a cult group. He's like, no, but we are a society. We're a secretive group. We have ancient information. I said, well, what would you want from me? And he said, well, you would be our oracle. You would read into people's subconscious minds, give us the information we need. And I'm like, well, what's in it for me? And he's like, we will fill you in with government secrets about, like, UFOs and things. And I'm like, I know enough about aliens and UFOs and green light or blue lights that come above your head. And I was like, I don't need to know any of that, and I don't want to know any more of that. You know, I want to figure it out on my own. And I said, I've got a big mouth, so what's going to happen if I spill one of your government secrets? He says, we'll cut your tongue out on the shore and you will bleed to death. I said, get the hell off my property, dude, and don't come back. Wow. He's recently come back. He's been, um, I blocked him, but somehow he's able to get on my professional page. Really? Mm-hmm. He's been commenting lately. Yeah. So I don't hmm. know what that's about, but he's come back <laughs> around. But yeah, the two, I, because of what I had developed through my own healing processes and wanting better for myself and my family and my clients and my business, really attracted these spiritual, mm, some not-so-great spiritual people to come and want to harness it, to kind of want to use it for their own gain. And uh, hell no. So nobody good has come out to you and said, hey, let me help you and let me work with you. It's all been bad people. It's all been bad. Like. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. powerful stuff. Yeah. It's life-changing spiritual stuff. Spiritual warfare. It's spiritual I warfare. Mean, yeah. It's wild. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So this guy wanted they wanted a, an oracle, an oracle to basically tap into 
something. Who knows what? Yeah, something who knows that, who they that they would have me. Man, should infiltrate them. I know. <laughs> but I'm a scared him. Uh, yeah, that would be. My my tongue cut out on the shore and bleed to death. <laughs> yeah, what yeah. Sure. Well, I can't keep a secret. I would wonder if that's like a, a literal or if that's like a. I think I felt you know what I mean. The way, just the anger in his voice, it felt real. So he got like, you could see the phys- like the physical anger in him. Yeah. That was like. You're not going to tell my secrets. Yeah. Um, it's interesting that they would try and like bait you with secrets or yeah. something. You know, yeah. like. Like, why would I come help you? Oh, we'll give you secrets. And I didn't need to know those secrets. Right. You know, I didn't, I don't have any interest in that. I don't understand why. Why? What would I do? Where would they take me? You know, I was not for that. No. It just seemed, in my gut, it just didn't seem right. Now, do you know what, do you expand any more on Freemasonry? Like, what lodge or anything like that? Like, you don't... Mm-mm. No, I that? told him to get the hell off my property. Okay. <laughs> I didn't want to know anymore. He threw that out there and she said, get the fuck out. Yep, yeah. he, threw, he threw that I'm out done. there and I was like, well, I had been tested. Did you charge him for the massage? Um, Actually, he never did pay. Oh, bastard, he, he owes you money, too. He does owe me money, too. He never did pay. Bastard. Yeah. Very hmm. interesting. Why would I want to work with you? All right. You screwed me. Have you, we did this before you got her. Have you Googled her name before? Um, Crystal? Okay. Yeah. Uh, a little bit, just to see. So not much. Not much, no. I try to stay the heck away from her. So, all right, well, let's let's uh, set it up, I guess. Do you, how would you, like, after having dealt with her and all of this, uh, I guess what's your best description? How would you describe her and, and like, her, um, so she's uh, a witch, an evil Witch, like dark side, like what are we? I would say a dark witch practicing voodoo and 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 looking for light workers to harness their energy, their light energy that she just dis- doesn't have the access to. Right now, uh, uh, do you remember what date or around what time month, whatever, when you first met her in Madison? Uh, I think we went in June, but I didn't really get in contact with what her year? last year? year. So twenty eighteen. I think we met her in June, and I didn't really get in contact with her until maybe August, and then all this went down about this time last year. Wow. Mm-hmm. Oh, so this is all real recent. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. This is my healing to be able to come out and, yeah. and share this story. And so I want to show you um, how I found out I was very victorious, not only the hawks and the dragon and, and the rainbows and the fire, um, but... My son woke up that night in the middle of the night, and he said that he had a dream. He said that he was walking around the house doing a scavenger hunt, and he was told not to go into the bathroom. He didn't know that bathroom was where I put the girl in the mirror, but he was told not to go in there. But he went in there anyway, and he saw a impaled head rotating burning on the stick. And he was not frightened. Like in the mirror? No, or in just, the room. Oh, just in the... Wow. Just, if you walked in, it's a little bathroom, mm-hmm. just an impaled burning headless thing spinning on a stick. I was horrified. I thought maybe I'd done something wrong. Yeah. Something was coming back. But he's like, no, Mom. No, I'm totally cool. I think you won. And I was like, wasn't sure. So I messaged Dawn the next day because she was helping me along the way with her insights too. And she goes, but Lindsay, I think it is victorious because I also had a vision that you were riding off on white horses. That these people won. And that night when I was in bed, I was trying to relax after all this 
shit. And I kept hearing, let us go, let us go. And so I just got my prayer book out and read my prayer book over and over again because I felt like they were trying to trick me into saying, I release you. Mm. And that could have undone everything. But after that night, I never heard any of these voices again. I've never had an attack like this ever again. I mean, I protected my property with salting the property, the copper pennies. I saged. I anointed um, windows, doors, and mirrors with olive oil and garlic. I put my house and land on energetic lockdown, especially my healing room. Reclaim my entire space. We have never had another... In fact, only good things have come out since we fought back and won. And I don't feel like I'm going to ever have to encounter or deal with them again, but it will be a really good book to put out there. Um, one thing I forgot to mention is long before this happened, years and years ago, I got a reading from a gentleman who told me part of my path was to bring down cult-like groups and the Illuminati. Wow. Yeah. So, but you know what? I'm not that afraid of it because I felt the most alive and the most connected when I was fighting the spiritual warfare. The only scary thing was having somebody take over your mind. So I believe 100% that, you know, people can get possessed. People can be told to do terrible things because of spiritual warfare. You know, like the Amityville Horror. I -hmm. really do feel like because that property was on Indian burial grounds with torture and things like that, that that guy did. He was probably the most sensitive person in the house, and he he did receive that information. Mm-hmm. I think it's so true, and people people need to know about it. Now, you and I had talked about your son's thing with school. Was that re- that was related to this, wasn't it? Um, or no. Was it just something to, off, off topic. We after the tragedy, my son was having difficulty at school with a teacher bullying him. But um, I, since I had birthed spells through um, you know fighting back that call group i came up with a new spell to help him at school and it worked <laughs> i couldn't remember if she had made them bully him as well i couldn't remember if it, it was no 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 it was after no it was after it was a separate thing but um so spells i do spells for people now um all of my spells have come to me organically i've never had to go looking online for them and i feel like they're definitely in the light of god i do binding spells particularly how to protect people and i, I do love spells for people those are pretty common too pretty easy um and love spells for making like some dude fall in love with his chick that she likes or just try and attract that energy to you oh. a little quicker yeah because you can't really make anybody it's just trying to work with the well. law of attraction and things like that um and then i did the burnt tongue spell well, not real burnt tongues they're just drawn on paper and that's to hold people from gossiping about you and, and spreading rumors and in uh defamation and stuff like that and that's what we that's the spell that i use at the school that helped uh, Aiden get over his bullying. And now he's running for vice president, and it's it's a great year this year. Spells do work. Spells are effective um, if you go to the right person that knows what they're doing. You know, and I feel like the fact that I haven't had to look any up, that they've just come to me, that it's coming from past lives, that I've done this forever. You know, just forever. So did I miss anything in my story? No, no, I think think I've... Everything was in there. The only thing that I didn't remember was the, the kid thing, but that was mm-hmm. off. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think it's pretty the spirit entity of this crystal, mm-hmm. like she's physically still operating, mm-hmm. but was it that you've blocked her from your 
realm or but she's still out there she's still out there doing she's still recruiting with other people yeah Yeah. so that's her sole purpose here right now is to she's collecting energy from people man she's sucking their life forces away yeah now do you think is it possible or is it something like could something like evil like that um like take over uh, an innocent body like you know what I mean like uh what am I trying to say here Dave like could she be like possessed kind of like, like could could, like could, could, could she like like what she was trying to do with you like she was potentially like take over you and then you or like and then she could use you to open a shop and do the same thing and I, just keep like literally take over your body or like you know what I mean I well, think if I would have worked with her that she her was imitating imitating you yeah. from right. her friends yeah absolutely 100% I think if I would have fallen for her shit and worked with her then I would be doing that right now wow Oh, and the eight ball part. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the eight ball part. Um, she was so confused about the eight ball. And my, I have a picture of the eight ball, too. At the end of our Branson trip, right before things ended, <laughs> um, my son found a eight ball walking cane and gave it to me. And basically it means game over, bitch. Nice. We won. Nice. I like it. She was very terrified when I told her about the eight ball. And then she found out. Do you still have the cane? I didn't buy the cane. Oh, I thought you said you said he found it. So he, he, he found, found it, it at the at the um, gas station. I took oh, a picture with it. He okay. actually wouldn't let me buy it. Oh. He was just like too weirded out by everything. Should've he's like, let it go. That shit. I had that if framed I and put up on my I wall. I know. Man. I think I will get one eventually. Yeah. You gotta go back and get that one. It's gotta I be should. that one. I should. Go to Branson just for that. Yes, exactly. <laughs> it was just right there. I've never seen one. Yeah, that's cool. You know, though. a lot of signs and synchronicities were happening. Yeah. Yeah. So wild. It's, it's wild. And I used to not be able to say this story without crying, you know, because I would share with some close friends and clients that needed to hear it. And it just, I couldn't get through it without cl- crying. The first time I got through it without crying was my video I did um, mm-hmm. in my private group and here, too. Yeah. Yeah. It means tremendous amount of healing, and it's just time to write the book and get the story out. I just really want people to understand be very careful who you align yourself with in the spiritual realm it's it's not regulated mm-hmm. you know i mean anybody can go out there and say hey i'm this i'm that right you know it's so risky and i feel like i'll never have another spiritual mentor again i'm sure you'll find one that's that you can trust and, and deal with when it, it'll in, take a when long it's, time when it's ready when your when, time's ready yeah it'll take a long time for me to get there because I have been burned by other um, mentors in the past, too, that were there to just harness light, not to this extent, mm-hmm. uh, or craziness. But this was definitely so unbelievably real. So what, during this whole spiritual warfare, like, what was your husband's demeanor? Like, how did he take everything? He was very um, panicked. Um, I said at some. I told him after it happened. I said, if anything like that were to happen again, maybe you should should have called an ambulance because I really suffered. He just he always has faith that I'm going to pull through whatever evil, whatever junk comes my way, and he basically just let me go crazy and just stand and hold sacred space and. Um, Tell me I'm not getting not getting a gun, not gonna shoot you, you're gonna get through this, you gotta figure it out. And I just suffered in, in silence for hours. But it was it was like being trapped in a mirror. Have you ever seen the show Are You Afraid of the Dark? 
Yeah, I think so. Do you remember an episode, a creepy episode about the mirrors and people getting trapped in dimensions and mirrors? Yeah. I don't. You do remember that one? Yeah. That's exactly what it's like. Yeah. You're stuck. You're not in this reality. You're not in the next. You're stuck. So the it's like and it a, feels like a dimension of it's like a mirror world that mm-hmm. yeah and that's how everything looks mm. it's it's just horrible it's horrible that they can cast spells like that um, if somebody told me what it was what kind of spell it was I think uh, it was just it was just a negative evil spell to try and, and ruin somebody try to really try to kill you I feel like they really wanted me dead if I wasn't willing to work with them and they knew the power I had and they know that I can probably fight them in the long run they they just because evil never wins. Right. Right. Absolutely. Light will always prevail. And, yeah, it's so interesting. <laughs> it's very interesting. Um, yeah, when you were talking earlier, I wrote down, because um, you said we were all born with our uh, third eye open. Yes. I wrote down, is that why kids see, like, imaginary friends or ghosts? Yes. So that's probably why. Yes. And it's funny because yes. you brought it up. I was like, man, I already wrote that as a question. Oh, really? Yeah. Yes. I had wrote that down before you brought it up. Yes. Yes. That makes a lot of sense. And some kids, um, it won't shut off. Especially stubborn kids that are speaking, want their truth to be heard. Mm-hmm. You know? I, I knew what I was seeing when I was little, and I told everybody, and if you didn't want to listen to me, then you couldn't be my friend. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. My, my third eye used to only open up when I was drunk. I, I thoroughly, thoroughly believe that because all the weird, and I guess I can't say I believe that, mm-hmm. but all the weird things that have happened to me in my life, mm-hmm. I've always contributed to me drinking. You know, everyone, that's the first thing everybody says when I tell, oh, dude, this crazy shit happened. Like, I had dealt with, uh, what's the kids' names? The uh, black eyed kids, or black eyed, yeah, right? Black eyed yeah, children? Black eyed children. Mm. Have you heard about them? No. Alright, so I had an experience with one of them. He can kind of tell you more about the history of what they are, but basically, like, I was in bed and uh, the door was shut. We always slept with my door shut and I woke up. And I was like paralyzed, and my door was open. I'm like, "What the hell?" So I went to try to get up. I couldn't get up. But then I saw like a little kid sticking outside, like my window or my door, looking at me, and I freaked out. And I closed my eyes and panicked real quick, and I tried to scream. I couldn't, and I got up. I was able to get up. I shut the door, and I lay back down. And, like 10, 15 minutes later, I woke back up again, and the door was open. And I'm like looking, and the thing was right in my face. Oh, jeez! And Sleep the kid, paralysis and shadow yeah, people. and it, it like just opened up its mouth and just screamed, and it was like <gasps> black teeth and just like saliva or something in their mouth just kind of like dripping and it took off running and i got up and i chased it the front door was open now and we lived in an apartment so we had like the dud bolt the knob was locked and we had one of those chains mm-hmm. all those had to have been undone and the door was open oh and i ran up the stairs to see and i saw the outdoor was sh- shut already both doors were shut so i didn't see where the person or it went yes and i came back inside shut the door locked it up and told the wife and she had no she's out oh, you're fucking crazy no, that was real. But yeah, I never, I mean, that was, I'd never seen them again. But you scared he them. Pulled you up fought the, them. You went running after yeah, them. Yeah, he pulled up the black eyed kids if you look behind me or behind you. That's what you saw? Yeah, something like that. And it's, Holy yeah, crap. you can see. Like they go to like people's houses and knock on the door and ask to. But the to weird thing is for shit. you is that. It was in my house. It was in, and and normally, the, the typically the thing with the black eyed children oh, is they'll knock, and you have to invite them in. Yeah, they're like vampires. Oh. Normally, typically, they're supposed to be invited it's, into the house. It's it was very demonic. Yeah, yeah. it was yeah. fucked up for sure. Yeah, they're not good. They're not good. Yeah. It's an evil that you have to invite in, and once you've invited it in, that now you're you're basically like. But you haven't had an experience like that since. Since then, not like no, that. No, because you chased the hell out of it. Yeah, you're like they're not messing with my household. Yeah, pretty much. And I've had That's like the way some you need weird. To fight back. 
alieny type shit happen and some other weird phenomenal things happen to me that I've always contributed. Everyone always contributed. Oh, you were just fucking drinking. And yeah. most of the other times that I remember, I wasn't drinking at the time. Right. Like I, in my life, I was, but that particular night, I was not drunk. Right. Drinking can um, lower your inhibitions and get you more into that space, that mm. zone, that vibe. Yeah, I and totally. You definitely can see more when you're drinking. Mm. I know a lot of psychics that will do like gallery readings and they'll have wine while they're doing their reading and stuff like that. It just helps open and relax and gets you more in tune in that vibration. Definitely opens right. up a window. Oh, yeah. It can be dangerous to let in dark things. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's why my wife is so against any of that kind of shit. Oh, yeah. Like The movie Ouija Board, I wanted to just watch it. <laughs> I can't even like watch it in the house. Like She's like, no, I don't even fucking deal with that shit. Yeah, it's, there's a lot of fear around those things. Yeah, and we, we made a movie that we can talk about off the air that both of our wives are not very happy about either. Really? Yeah. You can use an Ouija board. You just have to really see it as a divination tool. You have to do what you would do with any divination tool, such as tarot cards, and you have to set your intention, and you have to set your protection up. You have to call on your angels and your guides. Um, it's, Ouija board is just a divination tool, but it will unlock other doors, but you have to make sure you're asking uh, for the appropriate types of energies to come through and you're setting the intention and protection grid up before you do it. It's really nothing to fear. Um, it's just gonna, it gets yeah. a bad rap because kids do it without knowing what they're doing and right. they're not setting up protection. Like, okay, I'm going to call an archangel Michael, protect me. I just want to talk to grandma. And no, they're using it to open up no, they're doing it. Dark to, they're doing it to find mm-hmm. demons and Satan and shit because oh, yeah. that's what that's what everyone thinks it's for, yeah. you know. Right. But it's, it's the same as the tarot tarot cards or divination tools, pendulums or pen. You know, that's what people are afraid of those things as well. I'm not afraid of any of it. I have just been drawn to just hold on to things or like crystals um, and objects of deceased people. It's called psychometry. I'm just drawn to hold on to... That's why you're holding on to that crystal now. Yeah, this is called a Super 7 crystal. It's supposed to be very... Oh, I had a Super (laughs) 8. Have you heard of the, like, ayahuasca or the DMT? Yes. And then people take that and how they go into this other realm, or other realm. And what's interesting is when people do this, they all seem to... Come back different. When that, and they see the same type of thing like there's it's like this other dimension or world mm-hmm. that's true and exists because why do we, otherwise why do all these people see the same thing mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I can't remember but joe rogan talks about it a lot mm-hmm. and it's weird I, I i don't know i've i've never done that but i don't know well dmt exists in the brain yeah you know it's an organic chemical already so it's already there so this is basically helps you tap into it more but like I don't know. I, Are you afraid to do it? You don't have to do it's those well, kinds of things. Because I don't uh, to tend to do any kind of drug for. other than yeah. alcohol. And yeah. it's just, I don't know. Like, you hear these stories and um, everybody, some people have good experience, some people have bad. Yeah. But they all see in the same thing and it's, it's in how they uh, react to that, I yeah. guess, when or whatever. And... It's interesting. I, I don't know. I would be curious. I'd definitely want it done in like a controlled environment. Oh yeah, you where, definitely want to. There's even like ayahuasca yeah. retreats. Yeah, like in no Peru. Sure. Yeah, a lot of people yeah. do this. They'll go to these retreats. I looked into it People too. will stay in these st- like states of mind for hours. Hours. Like yeah. hours and hours. So it's like LSD, like tripping. 
basically... Uh, it's opening up to the spiritual realm. It's this... Uh, Brief, okay. intense, visual, and auditor. But no, it's not brief. I mean, I don't. nobody that I have heard talk about it says it was brief. It's usually hours. Well, basically, you're going to bring your subconscious up into your consciousness. So anything that you've been denying, anything that you thought weren't true about yourself that's true about yourself, it's, it's going to show up in your face like a punch yeah. in the face. And that's where you react. Can you handle the truth? Can you handle the right. reality? Can you integrate what you're learning or you're going to freak out and have a bad trip mm-hmm. that's what i've my research i've never done it myself i'm scared i feel like i see and feel and sense enough and you know i can reach trance meditation through years of seven years of practice where i feel like i can get to that state without drugs but i definitely find a lot of uh curiosity in these retreats mm-hmm. and what they can really do for people oh, i'd totally do it I've done enough LSD. I've had my, yeah. I've had one bad trip in my entire life, and it's because of the guy that I don't speak. Would you anymore. do that now after everything you've been through and yeah. and being in yeah. where you're at? It's yeah, it's 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 a narcotic, but I would you can't, say, I just, would you do can't just go down the street, call your drug dealer, hey man, give me some DMT, you know? I know, I mean? like, right? So I wouldn't I wouldn't get an addiction to it? No, um, it would just to have a semantic journey. Yeah. yeah, I'd do it just for. Shits and giggles to see. You know, oh, and that's another thing yeah. I forgot to mention. Shits and I, giggles. <laughs> shits and giggles. It's always shits and giggles. I went to a doctor after my experience, and I said I told him everything that happened. And I said, if you need to lock me up in a padded room, do it. He's like, no. I. He's actually from India. He's a really cool doctor. He's like, I grew up around mystics. This was a shamanic death and rebirth for you, and wow. you're going to continue to have success in your practice. You're going to continue your quantum he- healings, your intuitive massage. Um, your kundalini activations. Um, but he's like, I, I, I warned you not to get involved with this person, but this is something that you need to learn in order to kind of propel along grow. the spiritual and, path and yeah. grow and add more tools to my tool belt and, and be able to let people know this stuff exists and how to protect yourself, how to stay away from it, and just that magic exists in the world, guys. It's not all evil. And it's not all evil. It's there, but it's but not. But there is evil. But there is yeah. evil. There's strange voodoo practices. Yeah. yeah. Do you want to pull up that part about Crystal we talked about before she got here or no? Uh, yeah, so um, I hope this doesn't like, trigger anything. It um, shouldn't trigger much. But like, <laughs> I mean, the first thing I did when I pulled up this page is the eyes. They look like they're piercing your soul, mm-hmm. which is... Really strange right off the bat. I told Dave that, and he said, it's the same thing. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, so then I took her name, and well, we're calling her Crystal. Mm-hmm. And I I went to Google, and I just typed it in. And look the first the thing, thing look at the second thing down. Okay. Now, there's only two suggestions. Usually you can get all kinds of suggestions when you put in a, a name or something. Right. So then we clicked on that. And we looked in this name, age 28, look at the year, and when you met this person, it was in 2018, someone with the same name, Young, died a year before, so we clicked on that. And this is why I was asking if one of these entities or something could take over a body of somebody else, and maybe... This person did that to this person, 
obviously you, I'd be curious to look into this this person, this actual person that died's life, and figure out maybe she did this same thing. Maybe she got in touch with whoever this is. Because they saw her imitating And this is now, yeah, that's what I took over that. this and or something. I, I, I don't know. We haven't, obviously, we haven't done any research beyond that, but I'd be very curious to look into this because it's not a common name. It's not. And, and then she looks about the same age. Yeah. And the death was about a year before you. That's in the same time frame. You're talking June-ish, yeah. and this was July, so you yeah. know. It's, I don't know, it's kind it's of one of those weird things. Uh, I would not put it past them. Yeah. So th- that's not. what we were, uh, some of those lines of questions was leading to this. I don't know. It, to me, anything's possible. Anything's possible. But it's very interesting. Very that, interesting. Did, is this, this, how old would you say she is? About, about the that same age. age? Yeah. yeah. See, that's another interesting piece yeah. to this. Is and that's another thing. She wouldn't let me dig into her past. I wanted yeah. to know See? about where and she that's came what, from. That's probably not do. a real fucking name. It's probably not. That's a very cool. Guy and it's interesting that. that she's using that. I don't know. I. I it's very odd. You know. And that's not really super far away either. No. You know what I mean? Indiana. So she could have. Well. She could have been operating a. Indiana first, met her, did the same thing to you. Maybe, like, you were on the path to die at that point when they put you in your mirror. Yes. And maybe she did the same thing to her, and that's how she died. Who knows? We don't That's quite freaking possible. And then that she could have took mind- that chick's I'm name and moved to Madison. mind-blowing. That is something, you know, everything happens for a reason. I feel like you guys really dug this up for a really, because I swear they wanted to kill me. I swear they wanted to kill me. Mm-hmm. That's, it's strange. It's it? very yeah. strange. It's yeah, definitely it was, something to look it into. Was, I will be looking into that. Look into well, this. Don't look into it too much. I don't want to trigger you I too know. much to go yeah. back there. Well, Dave, this we is can, something you could. And we maybe can look you guys into, can look into it. it and yeah. Let me know what you think. Well, you could add it to the book if something comes yes, of this, or yes. you know, without exact names and whatnot. But they, you never know. I would be curious to learn more about the death of this female, mm-hmm. right? That seems to have the same name, and you know. Same I don't know. Age. Yeah, there's something very strange about this face too. It's it it's it. What, what another thing I said to Dave is it seems familiar, mm-hmm. yet I don't know her. Mm-hmm. And the eyes are. Where's so that other picture you have of her? Oh yeah, she's he's, she's got another picture of her too. I posted the one where I feel like she was um, in trance and possessed. You will see by the look in her eye that she's not always her. Yeah. Like a shapeshifter almost, dude. Yes. Really? Yeah. Because that picture, to me, this picture she's about to show you does not look like the person you showed me in on, on the, that website. On this, or on this website? So this is the first spell I did. Trapped her in the mirror. I'm going to slide this over here. Oh, it's, okay. it's scroll up and down. Is it scroll up and down? Yeah. Okay. These are the mirrors she had me booby trap. These are the mirrors she had me booby trap in the room. Okay. This is the place where I found her. I don't know if we should say that out loud. No, well, we'll keep that. Secret. And then this is her, when I think she's under possession. Look at the eyes. It doesn't look like her to me. No, that... But that is her. Yeah, that, it looks like a different person. I, mm-hmm. And that's the other thing. When I oops, go here, when you search that and you do images, 
She's right there. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow, that's crazy. And, and this, she doesn't look uh, too friendly. No, she's not. She's In this picture, good. I mean, I don't even know where, where this is. It's coming from Pinterest, which, which is, is strange. strange. Yeah. And here's the hawks that came to the yard. You can spot them all. These, this only captured six. We didn't get them all. Uh, there's sacred sacred symbol Sankofa. The drink of key goes along with Sankofa. I didn't really talk about that. There's the destruction of the room to rebuild it. And then oh, there was a a mirror in my bedroom. I forgot to mention that that they were using as a portal to drain everybody who slept in that room, drain our phones, and so I had to cover it and get rid of it. That's when the room was rebuilt. This was the binding, tallying, all the math that was involved. There's the uh, dragon of the fire. Can oh, yeah, right mm-hmm. at the top there. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. Can you? You want to bring them bigger? Yeah, hit, I think you click on it, and then it'll... Oh. Yeah, I, I, that's pretty interesting. If you just kind of look at the picture small and, and then look towards the top, you, it's like the neck and the... Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah I see it now. Yeah. yeah. And then the fire and the rainbow. Oh, wow. Or the rainbows and the fire, I mean. No, it's the fire and the rainbow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that was kind of the binding spell to the, um, what was it, the uh, Emancipation Proclamation yeah. under the Universal Church of God that I had to write down and, and bury and do a lot of stuff. So I have... Proof in the pudding. I have the pictures to show the dragon, the fire, um, all that good stuff. Yeah. So I think that could be added to the book if possible. Yeah. I think that definitely would she needs to give be a lot of credibility. Yeah. We'll yeah. yeah. We'll yeah. It definitely needs to be. It's, so people are like, it's so unbelievable. I was on the edge of my seat listening to your story. I was very suspenseful. Um, it's meant to be shared. Yeah. And then who knows if in the future I'm meant to bring down or expose more of these types of groups and things like that. You know, just I mean. Being a psychic medium, a healer, a licensed massage therapist, um, all the things I do is wonderful, but I do feel an even higher calling um, with the book writing and the exposing of these kinds of people to let the information be known. Yeah. got to protect yourself from spiritual warfare. It's all around us. Yeah. And there's people that want to harness your light. If they can see it, they will try to steal it, and you can be completely oblivious but it took me just a couple months to figure it out. Yeah, just a couple. <laughs> just a couple. <laughs> Help with Archangel Michael showing me some stuff, you know, too. And have you and seen I, him since then? I see his colors all the time. Mm-hmm. I haven't gone into a transmutation like that in a while. I just kind of gave it a break. But, yeah, I see his colors all day, every day, and, and feel his presence. Yeah. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, do you want to, uh, I don't know if this goes out locally and nationwide and worldwide. I don't know if you want to promote your particular uh, business but if you want you can oh sure um i don't know who's going to contact you yes. might be might be well, good might be bad might just be people curious i don't know well that's so. fine i'm pretty open and i work out of my home in south beloit illinois um i've been doing it out of my home for two years i used to work at a spa beforehand but i wasn't able to do reiki and readings there i did really well there they wanted me in management, but then I wanted to go out on my own and just do my own business where I could offer all my healing modalities. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I do licensed massage therapy. I do Reiki um, energy work. I um, have my Reiki teacher certificate work. I do Kundalini activation to jumpstart your um, spiritual awakening process or add to it. I do the quantum healing where I can um, tap into your subconscious and we can work on anything that's blocking you from your future potentials and your goals in life. 
Um, and then the psychic readings, you know, tuning into areas of interest of your life that you have questions about, reading other people's energy. Um, mediumship, uh, obviously connecting to those who've crossed over. And I um, do it all from home. And my website is www.psychicmediumlindsaymayfield.com. And it's L-I-N-D-S-A-Y. And I also am on Facebook under Psychic Medium Lindsay Mayfield. Um, but either either avenue would be yeah. a place to receive a lot of information. I have a, a pin post at the top of my psychic um, professional page of all the things I do, great descriptions on it, prices and things like that. And if you ever have any questions, I'm so available. You can always email me, text me, call me. I'm willing to definitely guide you along your path of healing you know it's so rewarding because i've been working with people for two years and they come back after each session looking brighter lighter Mm -hmm. stronger and if they're not then we're working we're doing some backtracking because something happened but it's very rewarding work Um, i have a wonderful following i have a lot of reviews i have five star reviews on facebook about 50 of them and then i have um, like a dozen five star reviews on google Nice. Yeah, if you count my other website, that'd be about twenty something. Yeah. Yeah. And just new and new in the business, really, just two years. Yeah. But a lot has come about of it, and I feel like I'm going to be a very powerful, continue to be a very powerful healer for people in the community that are looking for answers that they can't get from doctors, that they can't get from friends and family, and other forms of um, um, people trying to help them. I can, you know, if you tried everything, try me. Yeah. So mm-hmm. say we've got a listener in the UK, right? Mm-hmm. Obviously they can't drive over here. Mm-hmm. Can you do any type of spiritual healing through like FaceTime, mm-hmm. Facebook yep. Live? I have actually shit? have a client in the UK in Canada. Uh, <laughs> random, random word there and yeah. it's the same. Cool. Yes. Everything can be done that I do remotely. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's really exciting to do it remotely because um I'm not there and they're feeling the energy move through their yeah. body and they're just like, ooh, it's so cool. So, <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. Well, I guess it, it would make sense because you did that to the girl in Colorado. I did. So I tried it, it on my sense, friends yeah. first and it worked. Tried it on my, myself first and it worked. And obviously it brought about, brought about a lot of spiritual uh, development rapidly for me. And then for her, um, she was uh, her goal was to get pregnant and she got pregnant after it happened. Yeah. So it's cool. Yeah. Yeah, that's wild. It's wild. It's really wild. See any other questions? Uh, hmm. Not really. I mean, I'm sure I'll think of stuff. Mm-hmm. But uh, I would say, uh, well, good. obviously stay in touch because oh, absolutely, we could as this process of the book goes on, and then we'll obviously, have more and more stuff to know, talk about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, more stuff. Your journey. Up. Yes, my journey. You know, we'll we'll have to. You know, check in maybe a couple times a year and just see yes. what, what we're yes, doing. Yes, because you know? everything's happening very fast. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't think I mentioned, I actually got asked um, to interview for a TV show. Oh, okay. oh, wow. At the beginning of this year, somebody, it was a legit production company in California, and they had found me online and watched my videos, and they were very interested in uh, developing a new mediumship show. Um, and they worked with, like, Discovery Channel, Travel Channel, things like that. Did all my research, made sure they were really good. Mm-hmm. I did an hour Skype interview. went really well. They were very interested, learned a lot from me. Um, but, unfortunately, the program didn't get picked up by the networks. There's just too many of those shows out there right now, I guess. Yeah. 
Um, but that was another thing that came along this year after all that fighting last year, just more blessings to show that, okay, you're okay now. It didn't work for a reason. It didn't work for a reason, yeah. That's right. And I don't know if I would have been ready to move to California and and (laughs) be on a show. No, you got to do the book first. I got to do the book first. You got to do the book. You got to do the podcast. Yeah, I got to do the book and do the podcast. We're stepping stones. (laughs) Yeah, more stepping stones. I don't need to run into all all that quite no, because then speed, when it's time, it'll be your show and yeah. you can run it how you want. Yes, you know I, mean? I agree. Yeah, I agree. That sounds be, like a dream. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. very good goal. Yeah. Absolutely, that's awesome. Yes. Cool. Yeah. Well, thanks for coming in. Yeah, well, thanks thank for you. having me, guys. That was very exciting. Yeah. <laughs> My first time ever. <laughs> Not so bad, right? Not so bad at all. Yeah. No. Yeah. Super no. easy. It's just like having a conversation. Yeah. It's just like having a conversation. Just in t- into microphones. Into microphones. Yeah. Yes. Can't yeah. forget that, sir. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sometimes when I'm talking, I forget, and I'll accidentally rub up my beard. Over and <laughs> you you get some it. sound effects. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When I mess with Brian, I do it. Yeah. Yeah. But, oh, that's cool. Yeah. So did I answer all the questions? Did I cover the story as well yes. as I did in the, yes. in the recorded story? Better so. Better so? Yeah, because you're getting used to saying I'm getting it more. used to yeah. getting more confident so with it. There's a lot less ums and sidetrack. You only got sidetracked yeah. once today, where usually you're like 15, 20, 37 times. Yeah, well, it makes it hard yes. when you have people asking questions, but I think you did fine. I yeah, mean. No. Great, good, as long as yeah. you guys are happy. I'm I think happy. people got the story, and then obviously you'll expand in even more detail in the mm-hmm. book and other... Book's right. going to be four pages. We're going to actually make it a shorter four story. Four pages? It's going to be really small. <laughs> really small print. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> super small. Because yeah. there's more story there than four pages. So yes, yeah. <laughs> yes. And the next time we can come on, we can talk about some of my experiences growing up, and you know yeah. how I knew my mom was going to die, and all yeah, the we can get deeper into that, and, yeah. mm-hmm. and maybe do some uh, some of the beans I would see at night that nobody would believe me. I was always convinced I was seeing the tooth fairy and stuff like that, but <laughs> just angels. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. I definitely, I would say, had more positive experiences growing up on the other side than negative. Mm-hmm. I mean, I did have like a, a witchy thing kind of pull me out of my body one time and, and suspend me in the air and have a, a good laugh at the fact that she was able to do something like that. It was in a haunted apor- apartment that me and my husband lived in. So Were you yeah. grounded? Oh, I was going to say, if you were a kid, I get it, you were grounded, and the witch came out and grounded you, and you were t- <laughs> in time I was out. actually 18. <laughs> it was, she was, she looked like somebody from the 1800s it was so crazy yeah. Wow. so yeah I've got a lot of stories in the arsenal that we can definitely share along the road yeah that's yeah. cool yeah that'll be cool and then yeah maybe we'll do some uh, some of that like uh, some readings or whatever yeah if we're more prepared for the readings On you the, know some tarot stuff maybe yeah you know, I, mean, I can bring some cards in yeah I don't see. usually use the cards but I can definitely use the cards yeah. we can bring them in yeah whatever I mean yeah. it's all stuff to it's all new you know. to us. It's all new to you. Yeah. yeah, I'll bring in stuff. I got oracle cards, you know, and things like that. Yeah. yeah. yeah I got a deck of cards and cards against humanity. That's all the cards I got. <laughs> I got those two. That's all yeah. I got. <laughs> those are the most fun ones. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. I actually have a, a, it's not a tarot deck, but it's an oracle deck, which is similar to a, a tarot deck, and it's called Zero Fucks Deck. I love it. So it would be like, get your shit together now. You've waited long enough kind of card. You know, it's fun. <laughs> yeah. I can only yeah. use that on certain people, though. Right. You can I, totally I, use it on us. I did that on a live one time, <laughs> and one lady got very offended. Oh, wow. <laughs> and I was like, oh, well, this is not for everybody, but it's a fun deck. Yeah. 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 Definitely bring that one. That would be fun. Yeah, it would be fun to use. <laughs> that was awesome. a Christmas gift from my friend in Colorado. Yeah. She, your fun. friend in Colorado is awesome. She is. <laughs> yes. Yes. Absolutely. Now, why does tarot get such a bad rap? 
Like, is it just because that's how it's pushed out in the mainstream, or is it... No, I think just because tarot deals a lot with shadow stuff, like a lot of issues that you're not facing, and it comes out on the table in your face, like, yeah. like point blank, whereas in a reading, I can kind of ease you into some of your blocks and get things to click easier versus kind of shocking you with, like, the mm. tower card, like, okay, stuff's going to collapse around you. Whereas if I was doing more of a reading, I could be like, okay, so I see this is happening, this is happening, could lead to this, versus a tarot card is going to be kind of a scary card, or, you know, or people interpret um, the death card as somebody's going to die, but really it could just be a, a change, a death mm-hmm. of an of old cycle and a beginning of a new one. So people, I think it gets a bad rap because cause some of the cards are scary. Yeah. Yeah. And just misconception and not understanding what tarot's all about. Right. Right. Realistically. It's a very know. good divination tool. It takes a lot of work to learn it mm-hmm. and memorize it. How many cards it? are in a deck? Mm, good question. They're about that big. So how much Obviously more than 52. Yeah. 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 Probably like 60, 70. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the other thing is I, I would have no idea what some of these cards even mean. Like you see the mm-hmm. picture and you see what the card mm-hmm. is, but I would have no idea. So... Having somebody explain, like, yeah, I've never actually had a tarot reading, so I'd, either. Be, I'd be curious. I can bring the tarot cards. Yeah. I was actually just working with the tarot deck the other day with the client mentoring session, so maybe it's coming back around for me to just get back into some more of the tarot stuff. Too. So when you do a normal tarot card reading, how many cards do you actually flip over? It depends. It depends on how big of a spread they want. Most people just kind of want to peek in. Mm-hmm. If people ask for cards, I'll cards in their reading, I'll say, well, let's just kind of round it out at the very end. And so we'll kind of, we'll shuffle them, we'll split them into three decks, and we'll kind of do a past, present, future situation. And that usually validates everything we just already talked about anyways. So that's the way I do it. But there's all kinds of spreads. You can do spreads for uh, a timeline. You could do spreads for relationships, jobs, careers, things like that. Right. You just yeah. kind of state it beforehand. and mm-hmm. then Always state your intention and things like that. Yeah. yeah. I would always get, every no matter what card... I'd always flip over the Joker for me because I'm just a fucking Joker. Yes. So every card you pull over. That would be interesting to see if we, we if we do that yeah. if that happens now. Yeah, there's only one Joker yeah. card in the deck, yeah, right? Right. But I, it would be it would you flip over once and you grab this card. Yeah. They would just all be Jokers. I think I would yeah. shit myself if <laughs> if we did this and it happened. You know and it mean? happened. Like, yeah. Yeah. It probably will happen. That's how that's how you know the shit's real. If, if literally if all of the cards that flip over are just all Jokers. I learned my, my <laughs> archetype was the Emperor. The Emperor always comes out for me. Really? What's yep. the Emperor card? The Emperor card's about um, kind of steering the boat, kind of getting everybody where they need to be, being in power but being selfless while in power, and um, just being a really good, uh, strong leader. It's almost masculine, um, but yeah. Yeah, we have masculine strikes back because he is not masculine at all. <laughs> <laughs> it's an old We fogey. have masculine and feminine <laughs> sides to us, so it's a... Uh, it's a good representation of I'm, that I'll, side of me. I'm all masculine all day. <laughs> I have one feminine side, and it's almost gone. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. But, yeah. All right. Cool. Awesome. Once again, awesome. Thank you for coming. Thanks yeah, for having me. I really cool. appreciate it. It was a lot of fun. So we'll air on Halloween. That's what you're yes, talking. This will be on Halloween, and uh, I think it's actually on That's Halloween, thought, yeah. like the That's actual cool. day. So. Everyone have a little, like, a little spooky kind of. Kind of a little spooky story. That's what yeah. we thought, But yeah. just know, guys, it's a true story. Yeah. yeah. And you can find more information. Um, you know, I have that group. I don't mind who joins that group where I spill all the beans about everything I've ever been through. It's yeah. called Unveiling My Truth on Facebook. It's a closed group, but if you're interested, you can check it out. 
yeah, just send a request and yep, send a find request. you on Facebook. And, and you can watch the original video that I write book by story, and I write tons of blog posts on things that have happened to me since you know childhood up until adulthood and things like that. Yeah. You gotta stop writing blog posts. No. You think so? in, in in there? Yeah, because you yeah. start giving away the book. Yeah, that's what I was thinking the other yeah. day too. <laughs> I know, so I'm not quite sure what I'll do with that group anymore, but I'll leave it there so people can at least yeah. get the video access for yeah. a while. Yeah, you could do little things. You know, little things, yeah. Share things. Well, you can you can tease yeah. the book. Yeah, so we'll yeah. definitely we'll definitely post the book and you know do that stuff. You can talk about different chapters. Like when you finish a yeah. chapter, you can say, yeah, "I talked about this chapter." Talk about different stories yeah. or whatever, but yeah, do those yeah. synopsis. Yeah. And, and, and get, people to, get people to buy the book. Yeah, because right. if you keep exactly. putting it on there, it's... That's the point, right? Mm-hmm. You know, That's yeah. the point. And you read it, like, this, the interview that we just did tell us the story, but there's so much more that we're going to have in the book. Yeah, so, so much detail. more. There's this so is so like watching more. the movie. This is the trailer. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? well, yeah this, this is the trailer. trailer. Really? Absolutely. An hour and a half long trailer. With no video, just an audio trailer. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we saw a little bit of visual. Oh, well, we did. Yeah, yeah. Got to buy the book to see the pictures. Yeah, there. That's yeah, some you do. Crazy yeah. stuff there. It is some crazy stuff there. That's I'm nice. glad that I have the proof in the pudding. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's wild. It's wild. All right. Well, cool. thanks for being here, Lindsay, and we'll You're have so to have welcome. you back. Sounds great. I look forward to it. Awesome. Right. See you, brother. Please subscribe to the Detour Podcast Network on iTunes, and don't forget to rate and review while you're there. You can also download the Stitcher and Podbean app to your device for free and search Detour Podcast Network and subscribe. If you enjoy listening to the shows on the Detour Podcast Network, then spread the word to everyone you know. Your word of mouth is our best advertising method, and we appreciate your support. Thanks for listening.
Hey everyone, check out all the great deals on Amazon by first going to d2rpn.com and clicking the Amazon banner. By doing so, you're helping out the D2R Podcast Network. Don't forget to tell a friend and thanks for listening. your guy or girl's got some facial hair that's kind of not smelling right, not feeling right, not all that great, go to phoenixbeardoils.com today. We've got scents that every guy and girl will like, every kid likes to play with your beard, why not give them something to smell nice as well? Go to phoenixbeardoils.com and give somebody that great bird today. comment or concern 872-242-8311 or maybe you just like to hear your voice instead of ours 872-242-8311 then call the d2r podcast network hotline at usa chat 311 that's 872-242-8311 872-242-8311 no matter the time or day you can call 24 7 and operators will be standing by 872-242-8311 your call is important to us. 872-242-8311. So once again, USA Chat 311. 872-242-8311. 872-242-8311. 872-242-8311. Hey, Dave. Hey, Ryan. Guess what time it is? Oh, it's almost Halloween. That means Haunted House is almost over. Aw. I know. But it's also the Twisted Darkness Glow Stick Night on Halloween. What's Twisted Darkness Glow Stick That's where you go there naked and they give you fly swatters. What? Really? No. It's Halloween from 7 to 10.30 and you've got to go there to find out what it's all about. Oh, man. Can't wait. Where's it located? 5420 East State Street in Rockville, Illinois. Right behind Uncle Nick's and Tom and Jerry. I'll see you there. Hell yeah. 